My name's Brian, and today is Friday, September 15th, 2023, and this is episode 522 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Thoughts on a Purge, Transition to a Minimalist. And um, yeah, I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm going to be talking about getting rid of all our shit when we um, when we moved into our travel trailer. Uh Mainly me, mainly probably going to talk about my process because I can't be in Corey's head. I know we talked a lot about it uh, when we were going through it, but man, my situation was totally different. So going to talk about that. But um, first, let's grab a cup of coffee, catch up with what's going on with me for the weekend yesterday, today, uh, and anybody hanging out in the live chat. We also have that 10K giveaway today. So if you want to participate in the 10K giveaway, uh, how about we use hashtag sats, hashtag sats, S-A-T-S, hashtag sats will get you in the drawing for 10,000 Satoshis. Um, yeah, if we hit 10 entrants, if we hit 10 entrants this morning in the, in the live feed during the, during the show, um, I will uh, spin that wheel, give it away. If we don't hit 10, I'll spin the wheel anyway, and um, then, yeah, it'll build up. It will uh, accumulate till next week, and then we will try to give away uh, 20,000 next week. So the math is pretty simple, 10, 20, 30. If we keep giving away 10,000 every day, like if we give it away today, I've, I've made a decision. If we can give it away on the first day, we will bump that up to 15,000 15, and give that away. So. Hashtag sats to get in that drawing. Morning, Kyle. Good morning, uh, Mike. How we doing uh, over at uh, over in the Philippines there? He says we have a, a Seagate hard drive. Yeah, that is going to be the item I talk about in between segments here is the Seagate hard drive. And uh, man, I love mine. I have two, actually. Um, all the content from this show, all the content from uh, stock video and things of things like that that uh, go on YouTube and shorts and all of that that all goes on these hard drives. It really saves my laptop from uh, bogging down. So I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in a few minutes. But uh, man, what's in the cup today? Uh, silver bullet, silver bullet blend. Ah, uh, so this this stuff's really good. I was talking to Brian yesterday. Um, by the way, down to one, one, six pound and an ounce at the moment. Um, one's pending sale and uh, got some interest in the other one. But uh, yeah, currently, well, I guess currently, eh, I will say one. I will say one. I'm not. Uh, we've been I've been having some uh, email issues with a with a with a listener and finally got connected. So what down to one down to one six pounds and an ounce so if you want that reach out to me otherwise i'm going to hold on to it and bring it to srf and uh, then get that coffee shipped out to you after the fact also have some uh silver coin sets to bring to srf so um silver bullet blend that was created for this back to the back to the coffee um that was created for this this uh, promotion when uh, when i was doing the silver runs i did the first one uh and had the five uh, extra when i get the run of silver it is uh 20 pairs of coins so at one ounce and a half ounce we have 20 numbered pair of those and then five individual one ounce that don't have a match uh did something different with them the first time the second time I was thinking about what I wanted to do with them. And I happened to be talking to Brian about my coffee order and we got uh, going back and forth and came up with the six pound and ounce concept. He, he really wanted to bring value on the coffee side of that for the price. And so he brought in some special beans. He ended up making a very cool blend. Um, it looks awesome in the bag. It looks awesome in the grinder and it tastes fantastic in the cup. It's a, it's a, specialty blend he he's going to be writing up a description of it he's actually we were only releasing it with um with the silver sale now that we're down to one 
um, one coin left, and he has plenty to cover that, we're going to uh, get it up on the Lots Project portal on his website. So pretty soon here. I don't know if it'll be today, tomorrow, but uh, Silver Bullet Blend will be on sale at foodforestfarms.com. And it's uh, it's a premium coffee, man. It is, it is definitely... So Brian's coffee is premium to begin with, um, and it's it's fantastic, well worth the price in my opinion, especially if you join the C4 Club every month. You, it's forty bucks. It's twenty bucks a pound shipped. You can't beat that price on coffee. Uh, but uh, so he's already um, he's already on the bottom of the price scale for the quality of coffee he's putting in. So. When he brings in this special bean and it is a premium premium blend and he does the artisan work he does and and puts out a puts out a, a product like this we're gonna have to charge a little bit more uh we're still dialing in what that looks like but um i'm sure listeners of this show will end up with a pretty pretty nice discount so when it's all up i will uh, definitely al- announce that it'll probably be next week on the show we'll we'll start talking about that and uh sell some silver bullet guys and um it's good. I mean, I, I can't I can't say any price that he'll choose won't be reasonable for what it is. That's all I have to say about Brian and his pricing on his products across the board. So, um, yeah, check it out. Foodforestfarms.com. Um, Kyle said he's got a hard drive for the first five minutes after he wakes up. Follow him at Backwoods Butcher 666. <laughs> What's it? 608? I don't even know what the last three. What are the last three numbers of your screen name, Kyle? So I can actually send people to your stuff. <laughs> oh man, show me the money. These guys want these sats. Um, Six oh three. Thanks, Hunter, coming in with the coming in with the save for Kyle. Good morning, Hunter. How's it going? Hope you're doing well over there on Twitch. Um, <laughs> What do we got to talk about this morning? Uh, before we get to minimal, minimalism, just kind of want to talk about what what um, what yesterday held, uh, what the plans for today, this weekend are, and any other kind of random thoughts. Um, yesterday, <laughs> I had to go get propane. Uh, so uh, if you followed the show at all, you, you kind of know about... Um, you know about our outside shower that uh, we I am absolutely in love with. I love I love the being able to take a shower without a um, doing a military shower on off water on off water and b not being confined in this little tiny RV shower. It worked for what it was. Um, it did its job. Like it kept me clean. Um, but I much preferred taking a not nice hot long shower consistently. Uh, Corey and I dove into outdoor shower, uh, instant water heater, propane water heater, uh, after using one at a hip camp that we stayed at and it was phenomenal. And so when we decided we're going to sit down for the winter, likely here, um, we ordered everything up and decided to give it a go. And man, I, I can't be, I can't be happier about that situation. So Corey usually pops out and takes one in the morning uh, before I get the show rolling so she can roll into work. And then uh, after we do dog walks and things like that, I'll, I'll go out and take one uh, after I get the show uploaded. Well, anyway, yesterday, I usually take a, take a, take some time there to just sit and think about what I have to go, have to do during the day. Like if I have to uh, do some content, content prep or um, show prep like that, I'll really just sit and think on an idea, kind of brainstorm, things like that. And um, yeah, so I'll be just be standing there and in the hot water. It's nice outside and blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there yesterday. All of a sudden it, it starts getting a little colder. So I reach out, I turn the knot, I turn the, um, turn the, the propane burner up and it keeps going down a little bit. And all of a sudden it went from, I don't know, like 95 degrees to like 55 degrees, like right now. (coughs) I was like, God damn it. And so I shut the water off. Sometimes it will, it was a little breezy yesterday. Sometimes it will blow out the, 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 the flame in the heater because the way it's just sitting on the, 
hanging on a ladder kind of off to the side of the camper. So sometimes the breeze will blow through there. It'll go through the vents and like blow that, uh, blow that flame out. And all you have to do is start it and start the water again and it'll ignite it and it get warm again. So I tried that once I tried flipping it on, flipping it off again, you know, did you turn it on, turn it off. Um, and man, it, it just got ice cold and like it ruins the shower experience. I know that uh, cold showers, like cold plunging is all the rage right now. Um, I've actually contemplated doing it as the, as the temperature outside drops, uh, maybe matching the outside temperature. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't quite got that far yet, but uh, man, right now I prefer a nice hot shower and finishing it hot. Um, but man, the propane had run out. The propane tank finally run out. It uh, it took forever for it to run out, which is cool. I really like the fact that it doesn't burn a shitload of propane to take these showers. And um, so I was like, God damn it. Uh, and the day before, oh no, the, it had been a while. It had been a while. It was uh, the day after. So for some reason, the day after I go to town where the propane fill place is, my propane runs out. So yesterday was Thursday. It ran out the day after I go to town on Wednesday. So it ran out the day after. Um, the tank on the truck, we have a 30, we have an extra 30 full. It had run out the Thursday before. I just hadn't, I hadn't changed it out yet. We get more than a week, get more than two weeks out of a, a 30 pounds. So I wasn't that concerned with getting, getting that 30 filled since I had a full one in the truck to swap, even if I, even if I didn't get it filled. So we get about a month out of the two or more but every day i come back so i'm like well i don't want to use my only spare 30 on the on the shower so now i'm gonna go to town i ran to town got two propane tanks filled just kind of like threw something in the middle of the day um and it sent me sideways when i was taking the shower because i had this all whole day planned out in my head and then it, that was all i could think about was I don't want to deal with the the messing around with the tanks back and forth. If I if I have to use one that I need for something else, I'll just go do it. So I jumped in the car, went down, filled up propane, um, picked up uh, picked up some a cocktail kit for uh, to try out some some old fashions. Had uh, had a couple of those last night. That's that's going to be enough of that. Um, that was good, but eh, mm, eh, not feeling the best this morning. So. We'll, uh, we'll probably uh, fade away from that. Hey, Hunter, did you uh, get in that five or uh, 10K giveaway? Did you enter hashtag sats in the comments over on Twitch? I don't know if you're, uh, if you're capable. You might be mobile and not be able to type in. I'm not sure. But uh, hashtag stats will work on Twitch and Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube comments, I believe. Um, be cool to test it out. Be cool to test it out. So morning pip thanks for swinging in how is it going how's it going good morning on this friday uh hashtag sats is what you're looking for thank you pip for entering um stacking sats for sure anyway so went down and got that propane uh today on the docket i uh, i'm hoping to swing over to Toolman tim's it is getting chilly here in tennessee and uh asked Corey yesterday when she's going to want to start running uh fires in the cubic mini wood stove and she's like, tomorrow. And I'm like, you're insane. The other day you had the air conditioning on. You can't go from the air conditioning to the to the wood stove. That's that's a very extreme transition, dear. Um, but anyway, I gotta I gotta go start planning on firewood. Um, talk to Tim, and he's like, Yeah, man, burn it up, burn it up, keep yourself warm. So Got to do that. Uh, haven't gotten the saw out from the truck and got that all serviced. It's been um, it's been a year or more since it's run uh, and it's buried in the back of the truck. So I still have to take some time to get that out, get that serviced up. Uh, pretty sure that um, pretty sure that chains are all sharp. I'm pretty sure before I put it away, the chains are all sharp. So. Just be a matter of uh, getting my bar oil out. I, I had a, a, a interesting way I transported that. I didn't want to bring the huge jug of bar oil I had. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a thing. Basically, the chainsaw was thrown in there um, originally just for emergency use. Say we were in, a, in BLM land or something and a tree fell down and had to get out. Um, I was going to be able to cut it up. So 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, be nice to go to electric stuff eventually when I have some funds put into it. And it's not really chainsaw isn't really top priority on uh, my list at the moment. So that's the plan for tomorrow. Saltillo River Days this weekend. I will uh, definitely be well, definitely, hopefully attending that at least to see what the hell it is. I just saw a sign for it yesterday and uh, get down there and check out Saltillo River Days and um see what it is i'm sure i'll give a report on monday about that and uh real quick before i get into the topic of today yesterday i posted in the telegram chat and i believe i forwarded it to the to the the channel but i started plotting out all the topics for the next month of shows ish give or take um, but they're all the general topics. And now I'm going through and really honing in what the show is going to be about. Uh, I'll, I do that about a week to a week and a half out. If you have anything that you want to hear on the show, you have questions you want uh, answered or things to dive into, I have these seven general topics. Seven general topics. Then um, I take the seven. I use a run. I have them all numbered on a, on a, no, a post-it note. I do a random generator. I get five of the seven randomly shot on to the week, um, and then they correspond. So every week, we we won't have all the topics. We'll have five out of the seven, and they're random in order and which ones get picked. So if you have questions or topics you want to hear on any of these seven items, you can email me at info at velocproject.com. You can hit me on Telegram uh, in the channel, reply on the uh, uh, in the chat. You can reply on the channel. You can reply in the chat. You can find me on Facebook, Noster, and all the other cool places that are there. Um, Thelotsproject.com has lists for everywhere you can find me. But the main seven topics that uh, that you may have questions or uh, topics that you want pursued, because I want to give the listeners what they want. So if there's somebody out there dying to hear something, um, are going to be RV living or camping, that whole kind of genre. I know they're kind of separate, but they all they all go together. Uh, that could be anywhere from like tent camping all the way to full time RV living. Uh, Bitcoin, coffee, anything to do with coffee from the tree to the cup, um, science, basics, advanced things like that. Self sufficiency, uh, anything to do. I want to. I'm going to really start diving back into the homesteading stuff on those days and the things we did on the farm. Uh, side hustles, everything that I've done over my whole life, kind of dive into different things, ideas, things I've seen other people do, ideas for you, tips, tricks, that type of thing. Uh, anarchism, exploring the philosophy. Uh, man, you can knock out a hundred one-hour episodes on that. And then anything to do with content creation. So these are wide open categories that can go any direction when they hit that day. But if there's something that you're interested in hearing about, let me know and we will, uh, I'll get it on a list. I'll get it on the list. I don't know when it'll uh, fall in there, but uh, we will see. We will see. Um, Hunter says, you're not getting a bot response. I, um, let me see. I'm going to look at my giveaway. It just registers. Yeah, I got you registered here, Hunter. Don't worry. It, it, it pulls up on my end. At the end of the show, I spin the wheel, and it's uh, it's all in the StreamYard side of things. So Twitch won't actually do anything, but StreamYard monitors all the chats that come into my uh, my portal here, uh, and anything in that that has that hashtag sats will register. So, good morning, hey now, how's it going, Pickle Pete? In with the in with the hashtag sats. Thanks, man. Um, and, uh, MSU rifle, how we doing? Saw you sneak in there in the middle. Glad you made it. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to this topic. It's a little late. It's Friday. I, uh, I'm a little foggy this morning. It's okay. It's okay. We'll make it through guys. I am sure we will make it through. Uh, <coughs> before we get to that, every episode, I like to bring a related uh, company or product to support that supports us if you choose to purchase it uh normally no extra cost or or even at a discount to you but uh it sounds kind of weird to bring a product around when i'm going to be talking about purging when i'm going to talk about uh, minimalism getting rid of things uh but one of the things that really comes in handy that i think is is it's small compact and super valuable is the Seagate external hard drive. Mike mentioned it, uh, Philippine Nomad mentioned it earlier that he has one. 
I have two. I know a couple of people that have them that absolutely love them. I have the two terabyte models can fit a lot of stuff on those two terabyte models. You want to make a folder for all your documents that you scan in. Now you don't have to have those all laying around or you can put them in a safe deposit box somewhere or in your fire safe. Um, you can uh, scan all your photos, get them on there. I use it for all the content I create. They're just great little compact. Um, I don't even know if I can pull it. I can't unplug it, but there, see? <laughs> little compact hard drive, USB plug and play, man. You plug the thing and you plug it into your computer. It pops up just like one of your Explorer folders. Check it out. There's a link in the video notes. Oh, they're three inches by five inches, how big they are. And about, uh, I would say a quarter inch thick, maybe, maybe a little bit thicker. Um, but yeah, they're great. They've worked. They don't fail. I, I haven't had one fail, but I believe Seagate does a um, recovery uh, up to two years on uh, if that thing fails. So there you go. Check it out. Link in the video description. Even if you don't need a hard drive, but you got to shop on Amazon today, click that link and uh, do some shopping and we get a little kickback on anything you buy. I see what gets purchased. I have no idea who purchases it. And uh, so get in that list and I won't even know the weird shit you're buying. But anyway, let's get on to the purge. The purge. Um, so I talk about minimalism uh, in a in a sense that we um, we oh gosh. Um, before I get started, morning, Brian. How we doing? Thanks for joining me three times. Uh, you really you really must want that. Uh, dollar 50 or two dollars in sats i uh <laughs> i appreciate the passion for sure i appreciate the passion um minimalism minimalism the purge the purge in the title um you might think i was talking about the purge the movie the the human purge no it was more uh stuff it was stuff I wanted, didn't know really know where to start with this segment. I know I wanted to talk about kind of the process I went through both physically and emotionally and mentally as I got rid of this. I think it'll probably fill an episode and might spill into another one. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. This kind of lines up with that RV living topic. So when I talked about the topics in the intro and the different ones that you can throw ideas out at, this is how wide swath these topics are. RV living, camping, and I'm talking about minimalism. It all ties together loosely, but directly related. To find what minimalism really just sat in the dictionary as. Like if I was to look up minimalism, what would it say? Um, it says it's a style or technique that's characterized by extreme simplicity and spareness. It's about reducing everything down to its essential quality and achieving simplicity. Now, it referenced quite a bit about uh, design style uh, in in homes, in buildings, in um, in yeah, just in fashion across the board. But it said in the context of lifestyle, minimalism is often associated with living with less, fewer tangible possessions, less clutter in our space and even fewer distractions in our digital lives. It's all about focusing on what really matters and promoting a sense of tranquility and order. I agree with that. I agree with that. But that's not why we did it. <laughs> we discovered that after we did it. But we did it out of... We did it out of necessity. Our journey... I, sh I should just stop that. Uh, Corey... Corey kind of went on her own journey. Maybe maybe I can have her do uh, some thoughts on it sometime. But I'm going to talk about me today because I definitely struggled. Excuse me. I definitely struggled way more with her or than her. Um, kicking the process off, getting through it. I also had a shitload more stuff. But Corey was very willing at the beginning to start throwing stuff away. And, and I really wasn't. Um... I liked my stuff, man. I did. And just to kind of tell you where we were at, at the beginning, um, I was 20 years plus, over 20 years um, on my own, like out, not on my own, but out away from my parents' home, 
um, having my own apartments or houses or, you know, you buy things, you buy things you need, you buy things you don't need, you buy things to fill the space that you have, uh, had some decent sized houses along the way. I always was a collector, even back to when I was a little kid. I collected baseball cards, had boxes and boxes and boxes of baseball cards when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> Hunter says he can be comfortable and tranquil in his piles of stuff. Uh, I I was. I was very comfortable with my stuff. Uh, going down the road, you know, I, I collected T-shirts, hats, all sorts of things. Being in the, in the hospitality industry, being in the bars, uh, working during the day is when they did all the deliveries. And back in the day when I was doing that, there weren't any laws. They passed some laws about promotional items coming from distributors uh, at some point when I was bartending towards the end. But at the beginning, man, I would get just t-shirts every day. T-shirts, um, hats, swag from, uh, they were given away at the bar. I started collecting tap handles, like beer tap handles that uh, you would get because all the distributors would come in and they put like their seasonal one in or they would change out their tap handle to the new style or whatever promotion they were doing. And I would just take the old one home because they didn't want it. Um, you know, I made a lot of money off these collections, but I also accumulated a lot of shit at some points. You know, I would have 40 beer taps and I would I would put them out there for sale. And if I sold two, I still had 38 that I put in the box. And just packed away. And every once in a while, if I moved or I was cleaning or whatever, I'd be like, oh, cool, look at this. And I would take it out and try to sell some. I was really always the intention in my uh, in my collecting, I think, was to sell things, um, except the T-shirts and the hats. T-shirts and the hats were to uh, avoid doing laundry, uh, basically. But anyway, I accumulated a lot of shit that way. Um, the last five years before we, um, we decided to move into the trailer, we were on a homestead, uh, with a homestead comes all the homestead stuff. Plus more. I, um, I, oh gosh, you guys are there. You guys are there. This is, this is what I, I'm talking about here. Pip and Backwoods Butcher both say, Pip says, I'm saving that for a future project or Backwoods Butcher says, I'll use it someday. All right. When we went to the farm, when we moved to the homestead, um, we moved from a suburban lot in the city. We had, uh, what was our house in the city? Like 1800 square feet, something like that. And a, a detached garage. So not a ton of space. We had a bunch of storage room cause it was just Corey and I, and, um, uh, my son part-time. So we had, uh, had plenty of room to fill up. Uh, we moved to a farm where we had a similar size house, laid out way different, but similar size storage capacity. But then we had a detached garage. We ended up putting a um, a uh, a shed on it. We had a, a a barn. We had another outside building, and we had 35 acres to fill up with all the emergency supplies we needed. Um, but you know, you start doing projects. You start putting fence in. You start building cages. You start working. Um, we start working on uh, projects like a chicken coop or building rabbit hutches or all of this stuff takes materials. Start accumulating materials. Start planning new jobs. Start accumulating more materials. Um, and then you start seeing things on, you try to, well, here was my initial idea. It didn't really pan out that way, but man, surf, uh, surf Craigslist or, or marketplace for a while and see some, see some cool projects you could do with some stuff, some other people's stuff that they're trying to get rid of usually for free. Uh, most of the stuff that I accumulated was either free or discounted, um, on the stuff that, that was going to be repurposed. Uh, and I bought a lot of shit too for the farm. But stuff starts piling up. I think uh, there is a definitely a saying out there that uh, that nature abhors a vacuum. Uh, nature abhors empty space. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we filled it. We filled it. I filled it. Yeah, she helped a little, but I filled it. <laughs> I filled it. Uh, the barn uh, full of stuff that for projects or emergencies or leftover stuff or equipment, tools, and every other thing under the sun, 
along with animals and all their cages and supplies, things like that. Um, we decided to move into a travel trailer and not like move into a travel trailer and keep the house and go travel for a while and have our stuff here, not, um, get down and cut down the amount of stuff we have and put it all in a storage locker and move into the travel trailer and travel around and come back and get our stuff. No, like go from all of that space and all of that stuff to what are we like 400 square feet here? Is it? Yeah. At, at most, I would say with the truck bed and the trailer, we're probably at 400 square feet. Like if we, we extrapolated it all out. <laughs> Significant change, significant change for sure. Uh, when that uh, that pile of stuff has to fit in the trailer and in the truck, and not only are we dealing with space restrictions at that time, we're dealing with weight restrictions. Uh, we have a significant load of weight already with our three dogs and their food, um, our necessities of things we needed. Uh, the batteries for our solar system, the panels, all of this stuff added into our weight before we could even start deciding what we wanted to take with us. It was a huge undertaking, huge, absolutely huge. And I would say that, um, you know, I would really say that we failed. I failed, um, man, that the, we left all our stuff, most of it. I shouldn't say all of it. We got rid of a lot of stuff. Uh, but we we left just a lot of stuff. There, there was a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have what I'm taking. I can't sell anymore. I can't give it away. Um, man, I'm just going to take a, a little bit less money for this place and and man, have at it. That's that's where I got after. Man, it was like a year, I would say, of um, of really thinking about it and then purging down. <laughs> I had a mental block like crazy to do it. I didn't want to start it. I didn't want to go through the mental process of evaluating what I wanted to take with me, what I actually needed. I was in full-on prepper mindset by that point of, I might need this. I might use this. I could need this in a situation where I can't get something else and I can make this work. And coming out of a blue-collar maintenance industrial um, technician role like that, I was very accustomed to making it work, to getting by until we could get the part in. Uh, when the machine's got to run for production and the part can't come in for a week, uh, they really lean on you heavily to make something work. I'm okay with that. I can make that work. But you need the supplies to do it. Um, so I got into that mindset. I got into that mindset. I could have done projects with everything we had on the farm for a hundred years and never ran out. I definitely had too much shit. Full on, full on. And shit, most of it. Most of it was, most of it was stuff that I would have probably just gone and bought apart, honestly unless it was the end of the world and for a lot of the time man you never knew you never knew like that's in the back of my head that was another process mental process that i'll probably talk about um under this full-time rv living category is whole mental transition from having all of that security to not uh but i finally started i finally started purging my stuff and um good morning uh good morning blakesley acres thanks for stopping in i saw that um hope everything is uh going well there thanks for hitting that thanks for hitting hitting that um hashtag that sats hashtag sats excuse me uh let me see we got um we got nine in we get one more person to slide in in the next uh, 20 minutes or so we'll be giving away giving away that ten thousand sats but anyway, I started the process. I started trying to figure out what I needed. So, um, <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. This got something. I got to cover the comments back up with my notes. <laughs> sorry. You're going to want to join in on the live comments Monday through Friday, 6 Central, 6 a.m. Central, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. All right. So how did I figure out what I needed to do? Literally, the start of it was we got a dumpster. We got a roll-off dumpster. We ended up actually getting two, didn't we? We ended up filling two. But basically walked around the farm, put my hands on everything, not in the house. Um, we ended up going through the house. But uh, really find out what's broken, what's worthless. Uh, and as we're going around, finding the stuff that's worthless and broken, the stuff that was going to be spare parts, or accumulated uh, accumulated projects, stuff like that. And, you know, so we set them into piles. This is broken. This is garbage. This goes in the dumpster. This is worth, um, this is worth the time and effort to try to sell it. Our modes of selling things were like Facebook, Craigslist, um, word of mouth. I had a lot of farm customers that were also doing some farming themselves. Uh, we were able to get rid of a lot of our farm implements, tools, um, supplies, things like that to other homesteaders, which was nice. That was a goal of mine was to make sure the stuff got used for what I intended it for, uh, to let that go. And man, we really just, we, we didn't think about price all that much. When you're starting this process and you want to get it rolling, take whatever somebody's willing to give you for the shit. Just really take whatever, um, get it moving. If you have valuable, valuable items and make sure it's not valuable in your mind, it's actually valuable. Uh, maybe hold on to those for later in the per process, but Start getting rid of shit. Start throwing shit in the dumpster. Start selling a little bit of shit for whatever. Man, sell a $100 item for five bucks or an item you think is worth $100. Sell it for five bucks to get it out of your house, to get that process moving. Once I started doing that, it became easier and easier and easier the more I did it. As we worked our... Um, uh, as we worked through as we worked through the outbuildings putting our hands on things throwing them in the dumpster looking at the things a lot of the stuff that was that was outside was easy because it's not stuff we're going to be taking with us um the back of the truck can only be so full and being from minnesota stuff that was outside was outside stuff like this was farm stuff this was tools this was things that um that it's either going to go in the bed of the truck or it really it can live outside. So it's not something that I'm going to factor in taking up inside storage space for. Normally, normally, not a lot of it for sure. But um, as we went through it and I started putting stuff in that dumpster, I started selling stuff to people off Craigslist. Um, it, it really started to free me up. Uh, and I started to feel better about it. Inside was a totally different story. Inside was more personal stuff. It was stuff like I was talking about t-shirt collections, hat collections. I had long purged out. We were lucky in the fact that we kind of purged before we moved uh, from our house to the farm. Kind of. Small purge. Uh, we thought we purged. We didn't even come close. And then we accumulated a bunch more stuff. But when we came to the inside, I think there was a lot more of an emotional attachment. Uh, a lot of the stuff inside was not, it was not purchased for the farm. It was not purchased for a specific purpose. It was stuff that I had accumulated that I had memories about. It was stuff that I had accumulated that I had an emotional attachment to more than a functional attachment to. And I really put that off. I really waited and waited and waited Corey blew through her stuff Corey, when when she was back into the camper um the summer before we 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 launched so that would have been a year ago yeah 14 15 16 months ago she really she really hit it like she said okay i'm done i got all my stuff uh she had transitioned to barefoot living so she was throwing away shoes um it was she was she was all about it 
she was down to a couple of shelves worth of stuff in the trailer, and I had a house full of stuff to go through. I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. And eventually, eventually I went through that same process that I did in the barn where I finally went and I started putting my hands on every item and I put a table. Um, I put a, uh, a folding table in one room of the house and I literally picked up every item I owned and decided if it went on the table or not. And then I had a corner in the room that if I didn't fill up the table and I did have a room for stuff to bring, more stuff to bring, I put it in the corner. And then there was another pile that was sell. Like, I am not taking this, but I can't throw it away. I'm going to sell it. And then there was a pile that just went in the dumpster or donate. Did donate a lot of clothes in Minnesota. Um, a lot of winter clothes, you have way more than you ever realize. And when you're moving someplace where it's not going to be negative 30 for uh, a month on end, you, uh, you can get rid of some of those clothes. Donated a lot of stuff. That's that, that felt, felt good for sure to donate some warmth to someone that didn't have a coat. Um, but really putting my hands on all the stuff made me realize I picked it up. I looked at it. I said, when was the last time I used this? When's the next time I could use this? Um, <laughs> when is when is um, when is the next time I could use it? Does it have multi purposes? I really really decided that if I can find multiple purposes for things, that they it, it makes it easier to keep them. It makes it easier to. Um, justified the space and the weight so as we went through the house um you know the house ended up pretty empty i would say the house ended up pretty empty the basement ended up with a bunch of stuff that needed to kind of stay undercover but was was well worth someone inheriting um and just things i couldn't there was no logical reason to bring like i couldn't bring my uh cabinet smoker with me um, things like that. They just, they just, it was an obvious choice. But when you got down to those possessions, the stuff in your dresser, the, the stuff in that junk drawer that you, you know, we don't have a junk drawer in, in the trailer. Everybody's got a junk drawer. Uh, we just kind of have places for everything to be. And you have that limited amount of space. So, um, uh, <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> I'm going through all the items. I'm putting my hands on them. I'm putting them on the table. I thought that I was going to do great like that. I thought that I was going to have plenty of room. And then my table was overflowing. And I looked in the corner and there was a bunch of stuff that I was really hoping to get on the table if I had enough room. I realized I had a problem at that point. <laughs> I realized that I could make up an excuse to keep anything in this house. I really could. I could, I could, I could reason with myself. How not? Are you okay? <laughs> She's laughing at me. She went through this. She watched me struggle with this immensely. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says, bronze bust to Teddy Roosevelt. Obviously need to keep it. Yes, exactly. Um, man, this table was fantastic. Like, you'd you'd walk in and there'd be like seven baseball hats on it. Like, I, I really convinced myself that I probably needed that many just because. Um, and I struggled with this for quite a long time. I kept purging out. I kept purging. I was able to figure out the truck bed way, way quicker than the inside of the camper. That was necessities. That was tools. That was, um, hey, how much fuel storage do we need? The generator has to fit, uh, the water tank, and all of the stuff that we need. Like, we need this stuff to function. It was the personal stuff that really struggled with me, or I struggled with. Um, eventually, I got around to saying okay i'm gonna take a garbage bag this shit only means stuff to me like this this stuff isn't valuable uh and started throwing shit away i just did and as i threw it away it got easier 
and I realized that I was holding on to it for uh, for no reason. Um, it's uh, it felt good. It felt good. It felt like I both emotionally or uh, physically was 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 purging items out of my life. Emotionally, I think I was purging. Excuse me, purging. Um, shit I was holding on to baggage wise emotionally from from prior in my life. I think even if I wasn't purposely doing that, I think it was um it was it was making it cling there. And as I I got rid of that stuff, I realized that okay, now I can I can just go forward. I realized that if I really threw something out that I I needed, I could get it again. Um, and if something was emotionally important to me and it got thrown away, misplaced, or it was gone, um, I have memories of it. When I pick, started picking things up and realized that I can look at this and have a memory, whether it's in my hand, that memory is still there. I could take a picture of it. I could look at the picture. There was no difference in holding that physical item and having that memory or just having that memory and, and having a cue to trigger it. Um, and so I started getting rid of a lot more stuff. Eventually I, I filled my space in the camper. I organized it the best I could. I, I was able to keep as much as I could. We, um, we were able to stay underweight by a little bit and, and we hit the road. Um, I'm going to tell you three weeks on the road, we were throwing more shit away. And then another month after that, we were throwing more shit away. We had a dumpster at our, our spot that we stayed in Texas for the winter. And man, I dumped off a lot of stuff uh, along the way. I, I had a realization of how freeing it is to not hold on to this stuff. To travel light, to not have stuff. I got over the fear of what if and started thinking in the mode of what if, what will I do? How will I handle this? There are other options than having shit piles of stuff. We do have backup for things. We do have some food stores. We were able to figure out how to store food. Like that was one of the things I was very concerned about. We figured out how to make that happen um as much as i want no no i wish i could store more um but the physical items the junk the clutter the uh, the piles of of things in the closet the totes full of knickknacks and memories i didn't need it i think Corey and i ended up down to like a 10 gallon tote are those with those those the short totes nine gallon something like that i think that's what we ended up for our memory box right and the majority of that's filled with a quilt from our wedding that was um our guest book basically we had instead of a guest book we had cloth um cloth pieces of cloth and a fabric pen and people wrote down their guest book messages and my mother my sister's mother-in-law made us a beautiful quilt out of it. I mean, having extra blankets aren't a bad idea and one with that much sentimental um, value. There's some people that aren't any, are no longer with us that put some pretty nice messages on there uh, that we didn't want to, to give away. We didn't want to throw away. No one would have valued that as much as us. And it also serves a function. Went back to that, like, if I can come up with more than one reason to keep it, it's got a better chance of staying. But we also kept a few things from the house. We really went back and forth on sentimental things from our time there uh, that we wished we could have, have kept. But in the end, we ended up both looking at each other and saying, it doesn't matter. It'd be really cool to keep this, but it doesn't matter. And as we hit the road and realized how much we actually use, the stuff you thought you were going to use and you never did. We just started purging more stuff. It's a very, very, very um, emotionally freeing process. 
it's physically freeing. Man, I, I really changed my perspective to the fact that I can uh, grab a backpack. I got to go on a consulting trip here in, in, a, in a little bit, in a few weeks. And I was thinking, okay, well, what I'm going to take on this trip, it's an overnight trip. Literally, I was like, oh, I'll just grab my backpack and my laptop. Like, there was no packing. I will probably take some more than that. But I was like, meh, oh, backpack, laptop, I'm good. I'm good. I've really, I've really scaled back my life to realize I don't need shit. Um, I don't need a lot of stuff. A few, a few handy items, a few multi-purpose items, and uh, some, some, some comfort items, but limited, limited comfort items. You don't need piles and piles and piles of stuff. And once you don't have that piles and piles and piles of stuff, you realize how much money you spend on that piles and piles and piles of stuff. Uh, you realize how much space it takes up. You realize how much you move it around or you never touch it. It gets in the way. Um, those are my thoughts that came out of this. My thoughts are, if I have space, I really have to pay attention to myself not to fill it. It happens again here, I, in, even in the trailer. Even with a little bit of, even with a little bit of space that I have, I find myself wanting to fill it. And I, I find myself forcing myself to throw stuff away or not buy it. So, <laughs> backwards butcher. Child size Scooby Doo recliner, can't live without it. Real, realistic recreation of Miss, uh, Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast, crying out of my cold, dead hands. Uh, yeah, Kyle's got little girls. Or maybe they're his. I hope they're his. I hope they're his. So I think in, in wrapping it up, you might not think that you have a lot of extra stuff. You might realize you have a bunch of shit. I don't know. I knew I had a bunch of stuff and I knew I had to get rid of a bunch of stuff. And I convinced myself I didn't until I had to. Um, you may not think you have a lot of stuff. You may think you have reasons, but man, give yourself a heart to heart. Have a heart-to-heart -heart with what really matters. Touch the items in your in your daily in your daily life and say, or not in your daily life, just in your house, in your closet, or in this storage in the basement. Touch the stuff and see when's the last time you touched that. When's the last time you used it? When's the next time you're going to use it? See if it's worth holding on to. See if it's worth taking up space. See, maybe it's it's uh, something someone else can benefit from. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I had to convince myself to do it. Once I did it, I, I was so happy that I did. I keep throwing stuff away. I keep <laughs> throwing stuff away. <laughs> Pip says he has two sets of car rims stored for a car. In case you need to put both sets on at the same time, or in case all four of them magically go bad at the same time, you went over some rough roads and dinged up all four of your steel rims. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. It could happen. Um, yeah, I was that guy too. I'm trying to not be. Uh, I've really limited myself uh, by space and uh, and weight. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress for sure. And I think forever in a, in a consumer style world like we're in, I think it's great. It's, it's just pounded into your head to buy shit. I think it's pounded into our head from generations before how much we need to save shit. I think it's um, I think we may have uh, unhealthy or un, unreasonable attachment to items emotionally when we have the emotions. We don't need the item. Um, sure, there's things that you got from from a uh, from uh, family members or or um, heritage items that are coming down through hands of family members. I get it. I get it. How much of that do you need? If it's that valuable, you should have it in a safe. If it doesn't fit in the safe, well, I don't know. Maybe you need a bigger safe or get rid of more of your valuables. I don't know. I don't know. Just some thoughts. Some thoughts as I went through it. 
I'm so glad I did. I it's time for me as we go into winter to really repurge again. I think it's going to become a, a a seasonal thing for me as I switch uh, as I out what clothes are in the front of my closet, uh, going from shorts to pants and and uh, t-shirts to hoodies. I'll go through my things and I'll uh, I'll I'll purge again. Eventually, I'll just teach myself not to buy the shit in the first place. It's a process. It's a process, guys. It's a process to get through it, to get through the purge. It's a process to make that decision to do it. <laughs> but in the end, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it if you're moving into an RV or if you're just trying to make your life a little or more organized, a little less cluttered. Um, like I said in that Oxford Dictionary definition, less cluttered mind, less cluttered life. It, it, it all works together. It really does. Um, it's very freeing to do. I suggest giving it a try. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it. Uh, I'll probably talk about it way more on the show, but I just wanted to touch on it today in this, uh, in this RV living. And it was something that I had been thinking about as I look around and coming into winter, uh, I have to do another purge. So that's that. Uh, let's get to this 10K giveaway. Let me see here. Hey, we got 10. We got 10. We're going to give it away. Uh, we're going to give this 10K away. I know there was some cheating going on, but uh, man, let's uh, let's do this. Then uh, next week, we'll be bumping it up to 15K. We'll need to uh, get 15 entrants in. So all you guys, all you listeners, if you're going to want my free Satoshis, you're going to have to do some work and get some people in the live chat. Hey, there you go. That's what you're getting paid for. Um, anyway, let me hit these questions real quick. Um, <laughs> little scramble would be interested in three lawnmowers that don't run <laughs> pretty much that was my deal i could do a lot with a lawnmower you know how many parts are on a lawnmower <laughs> get out of that mindset i had to for sure um anyway i did not get into this um I did not get in this drawing. I uh, like last week. I will not be winning my own drawing. Last week I won it twice in a row. Um, wait, are we at twenty? I think we're at twenty k. I didn't even go back and look, guys. I think we're at twenty k. Last week I won twice in a row. No, then Gingerbread won. We got it. Never mind. I uh, I had a, a a memory hole there for a second. Anyway, let's uh, let's give away these Satoshis. Ten thousand. We qualified first week. We're gonna bump that up. Uh, it's going to be some work to get the, that next one given away. But uh, here we go. I'm going to pull this up. We're going to spin that wheel. We'll wrap up this week. We'll go into the weekend and hit it again next week. I do put out uh, emails every weekend that uh, recap the week episodes on Saturday. And it's a great format that you can just easily hit forward, send it to a friend or someone you think that would enjoy the show. And then uh, weekly Sunday email comes out with a preview of the next week. Anything we got going on, any big events coming up, sales or things like that. So get on the email list at thelotsproject.com. You can go over there, fill it out. Uh, any of the places you put your email address will eventually get you uh, get you on the list, uh, depending on what, uh, what funnel you go through. But they all will get you on those uh, email lists. Here we go. Here we go. Let's roll this for 10,000 Satoshis. One, two, three. No, oh, hit the wrong button. That was dramatic, wasn't it? Here we go. Round and round we go. Round and round we go. And look at all those scramblings. The after party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy puts the work in. You can't you can't doubt the guy puts the work in. He gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning in Seattle. He logs into a bunch of accounts to get us qualified for the drawing. And finally, he won one. Congratulations, Scrambling. You had access to enough. You had access to enough, um, enough YouTube accounts to make it happen. You the man. I will get that to you at some point today. <laughs> Anyway, guys, it's been a good week. I hope you have an awesome weekend. I hope uh, I hope everything goes smooth. You get all the projects done you want, or if you need relaxing, you just get uh, some time away to sit and make it uh, make it a good day. Make it a good day. 
and a good weekend. Uh, if you uh, if you want to join us live, if you're listening to the audio version and you want to join this uh, this madness live, you can do that every Monday through Friday morning at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about the episode along with links to all my social media, services I offer, and recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with. You can find it all at the Lots project.com be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts 2.0 value for value podcast players like podverse or fountain.fm make it a great day guys make it a great weekend and we will catch up with you on monday